Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from a woman who was the entertainment for a bachelor party. Well, she just did more than entertain them. She got on her knees a couple times and drank a few ounces. Of cum, that is. I could be reading from a couple who on every Thursday night, when ordering takeout, the other one is giving oral. I could be reading from a group of women who this summer did topless car washes. She made quite a killing in money. And in pussy and dick, too. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies, questions, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information and you're releasing all rights to this creation. So I'm recording this ahead of time, but right after this happened. So keep this in mind. So this is from December 2nd, okay? I went to get away, and sometimes we all need to decompress, you know, take that hard left where we're not husband and wife, where we're not, you know, the worker that works for this company, that we're not Nikki, and just, just relax. So. I drove up to St. Genevieve here in Missouri and hired the wine trolley, right? Well, I get to my hotel. I'm having an amazing time. And of course, I masturbated a couple of times, relaxed, you know, and then it was time because I, I drove down the day of and was going to stay the night, that night, right? And so after I got relaxed, which I really didn't really need to, I'm going on a wine trail. Who's not relaxed to go on a wine trail, right? The trolley pulls up and the lady steps out, introduces herself because we'd been texting all week. And her first comment is, I have to warn you, there's a bachelor party on on the trail with us today. She said, but don't worry, they're not as bad as bachelorettes, which ladies, we can get kind of crazy. We know. And I thought, you know, it's a bunch of men on a wine trail. How crazy can this be? It was very tame. They were very, very gentlemanly. It was, I was put in a situation where, and I, they dropped us off at the first winery and then they went up to pick up like, I think five more people. So it was me, five more people, and then a bachelor party. But of course, as the wine started flowing from each winery, yeah, (laughs) The music changed a bit. When I got on there, it was definitely classic rock, which I will never, it's it's very hard for me to picture Elton John as classic rock. I'm more of a 
Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, you know, even Def Leppard or Bon Jovi and classic rock. Elton John just doesn't fit in that style. I, I agree he's classic. Another conversation for another day. And to, you know, you know, uh, Gold Digger, all the stripper music, no strippers were on the on the shuttle. I want to make that completely clear. But it was an amazing time. I definitely was a smart idea for me to get a hotel. I wish I could tell you I was that first scenario, but it wasn't. Actually, I don't wish I could tell you that because it's not me. They were all under the age of 35. There was one attractive one. Um, of course, he was the shy one, and I can always find the shy ones. And I gotta say, you know, he was a tall drink of water. So that oh, you know, I'm short, so tall drink of water will always have me going ooh, hello. Um, but you know, he didn't fit the salt and pepper gray hair type for me. So just saying. So anyway, this is a perfect example. I got to thinking of get out there explore. Even if it's a vanilla thing, you never know what it can turn out to be. I had the most fun I had ever had on a wine trail in my life with a bachelor party that didn't turn up sexual, but listened to all kinds of sexual rap music or any innuendo or anything else. Um, So there you go. Go out there and explore, ladies and gentlemen, even if it is just to overhear some sex stories sitting next to you. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax, let's have a whiskey, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, a few years ago, me and this girl back, both 26, did shift work over the duration that we were the become good friends, and every now and then, our team had a night shift. We were both single and would always be talking and kind of flirting with each other, but it never went anywhere. When I was on the day shift, I'd hate going to the toilets if I got horny, because if I tried to masturbate in them, there was always people walking in and out. So after getting fed up with this, I went for a walk one day and discovered toilets downstairs that were never used. Beck and I were having a conversation one night, and she said the same thing. So I showed her the toilets downstairs, which turned out to be the best thing ever. One night we were having a conversation and we got into the topic of sex. I was getting very horny and I said to her, I'm just going to go down to the toilet. And she asked if I was going downstairs and I said yes. She got up and came with me, which made me even harder. We walked down and there was also a disabled toilet, which was walked past and she opened the door and dragged me in there, locked the door. And the next thing I know, Beck has leant up against me with her tongue down my throat. I could feel her big, double D-sized boobs against me and her hand tracing my hard cock. I reached around and grabbed her ass, which was so round and just right amount of firmness and softness. Then I slid my hands up her skirt, filling her lacy panties. I took her top off to reveal her red lacy bra, removed that, and her red tits set perfectly with nice pink nipples. I massaged her natural boobs, feeling so soft and smooth, and slightly bigger than my hands and tongues continued to wrestle. She unbuttoned my shirt and kissed down my body, undoing my pants and pulled my underwear down as my dick bounced out like it was ready to be sucked. She kissed up my thighs and slid her nails up and down my abs, 
She put the tip of her tongue on my balls, and she gently massaged the tip of my throbbing cock, my eyes rolling into the back of my head. She then licked all the way up my seven and a half inch cock and took my cock into her mouth, and her hand played with my balls. After doing this for a bit, I pulled her up and went down on her lifting her skirt up, pulling her panties down and kissing the crease where her leg joined the pelvic area, and she let out a little moan. I licked around her pussy lips, then putting my tongue on her clit as I slid my finger up and down her wet, dripping pussy. I put the tip on her clit and slid my fingers inside, eating and fingering her until I made her orgasm twice before I came up. I came up and sucked on her perfect pink nipples as my hard cock slid right inside her tight, wet pussy, starting just with the tip, teasing her. She grabbed my ass and pulled me towards her pussy, took all seven and a half inches of me. I could feel her juices dripping down my cock with each thrust. After she came a third time, she dropped to her knees and sucked my throbbing cock till I came down her throat, pulling her head towards me and holding my dick in her mouth as I shot my load straight down her throat. After that, we would frequent the downstairs bathroom during our night shift. James. Well, hello, James. It does seem like every job, not mine, of course, that has that secret bathroom that no one uses. It's kind of like um, on a certain cruise ship, there seems to always be a deck that has a bathroom that no one uses, and it's completely clean, and that's usually the one I will go to. Not for this reason, though. <laughs> So, let me ask you, ladies and gentlemen, if you had a coworker that, you know, just tickled that spot just in the right way, flirting back and forth, and you talked about sex at work, and there was a place where you possibly couldn't get caught, out of the way, and you can have a tryst really quick, I need to come, work's pissing me off, Trist. A good fucking. A good sucking. Would you do it? Ooh, yeah. I don't know about this one. I would pro- I think if I was in that lust haze, once I get in lust haze and my lover can really attest to this, it takes a little bit to tap me down, to make me come down. And once I'm there, because I want it, and I'm very aggressive. I don't know what it is. It's just I'm very aggressive. So I bet they frequented that bathroom at least every time they were on night shift. I wouldn't doubt it 110%. But that's not the question. We know they've done it and probably several times since. What about you? Would you do it? Even if it was to go knock one out, to pleasure yourself for the day when nobody else can know. Hmm. Now that, I might just do. Dear Nikki, it happened in the year 2006 when I moved to the Philippines for a student pilot training. I was just 19 years old and 180 centimeters tall, average build guy in the Philippines being a young foreigner and getting a lot of attention. That was very new to me and I was enjoying it. It was my first Saturday in the new country that I went to party place alone. It was a very overcrowded club with good music. 
It was around midnight. I went in the club, got a beer, and I was standing nearby the bar and observing people dancing. I saw a very beautiful tall girl with long hairs, and she was dancing alone. I admired her for some time and then approached her. I greeted her, and she replied with me with a smile. One thing I tell you about Filipino people is that they're very friendly and hospitable. We started dancing very closely, and she had a seductive smile. We started feeling each other's bodies, and I kissed her. We were kissing madly. After a lot of kissing and dancing, we came out of the club. We got in a cab, and I came to my place. On the way, she told me that she is different. I didn't know what she meant by that, and I ignored it. Soon we reached my place, and I rented a studio apartment there and was living alone. After entering, we were kissing and cuddling on the bed, and I removed her dress. She was still wearing her undergarments, and I took her bra. Her breasts were perky, with very hard nipples. She had a sexy body, nice perky breast, and round, firm ass. I started sucking and biting her nipples. Then I tried to remove her panty, and she stopped me and placed my hands on her breast. I didn't think too much of it at the time, as I was very horny. She helped me to undress and took my cock in her mouth. She started sucking my cock, and it was the best blowjob I've ever experienced. She was doing it like a pro. I didn't last long, and I told her I'm about to come. She started sucking me more vigorously, and I came in her mouth. She swallowed it. She came on top of me, and then I slid her penny down, and suddenly I felt something. She had a cock. I was completely shocked. It was my first experience with a trans woman. I don't have any idea what to do next. Then she told me that she was trying to tell me I'm different. I was completely out of my mind and was speechless. There was a complete silence. We both got dressed and went to a nearby McDonald's. There we talked a lot about the Philippines. She gave me a goodbye kiss and took a cab. We never met again, but I really enjoyed it with her. That was a different experience. Greg. Well, hello, Greg. How are you? I like that she was honest or trying to be honest with you, and you definitely were in lust haze there. And uh, kudos to you for not shunning her, for finding a neutral place that both of you could talk, even if nothing was to come of it. Maybe it would, maybe it won't. You didn't really lean either way with it, but it does sound like you got some great head, which is good. Being in a situation like this, I'm. it's always nice to hear when, even though the person is shocked, if they didn't catch the clues, that they could at least get them to a safe spot to, you know, really wrap their head around the difference, the difference that it was. Would it have been sexy as hell to see you go a little further? Absolutely. But I can get it too. And I can get not being ready for that first step, especially if you don't know and you never have. Do I think this is masturbation material? Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with getting head from a transsexual. Just saying. Dear Nikki, I met a guy who was visiting my city a couple weeks ago. Let's call him B. We chatted quite normally at first, but the conversation got dirtier as we got drunker. 
At some point, he was mentioned that he was dating someone back home, and she would be really pissed off if she knew he was meeting me. As we left the bar, we were the only ones in the lift. Pete grabbed me, and we started making out when he suddenly spit in my mouth. It was so dirty, but so hot to do this in public. The cab got to Beast's place, and we couldn't keep our hands off each other. I was stroking his hard cock through his pants while I was rubbing my clit under my panties. I tried to pretend everything was normal, but the cab driver kept staring at us, so he might have known what was going on. I was already incredibly wet and sensitive by the time we reached his place. As I sucked him off, I asked him to text the girl he was seeing back home while his cock was in my mouth. He did. He even showed me his text. He told her he was out with friends and asked what she was up to. This turned me on so much. As he fucked me, he kept telling me how much bigger my tits were compared to hers. Apparently, she's quite flight-chested. How much my pussy was wetter than hers and how good it felt. He also told me how sex with me was more fun than with her, because I'm kinkier and nastier than her. Perhaps because I let him spit into my mouth and slap me while he fucked me, hearing how much more he liked fucking me than her made me even wetter. As his cock slid in and out of my pussy, we talked about how he should bring the girl he was seeing to the city I'm in the next time, and I could show them around while we sneaked around under her nose. He also talked about how he wanted to visit me when I got a new boyfriend. He asked if I wanted him to do things to me that I never did to her. I said yes. He proceeded to eat my pussy and enrim me. It was so hot thinking about how he was eating me out while the girl he was seeing was completely oblivious and thought he was out with friends. I had so much fun that I came back for seconds the next night. Then that's when I let him write whore on my face with my lipstick. Susan. Well, hello, Susan. There's times we say stuff during sex that we never actually would do, but we find hot in that moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. Even if, let's say, you do have a friends with benefits, or if you have, um, well, friends with benefits, or anything else. And even if you make up a person that you're seeing or something like that, whatever it is, and I'm just talking about the scenario, that you say these things. Sometimes things are said in the lust moment that you know in the light of day when that fresh air hits you and you come down from sexual high that you never do because logic has kicked in, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we say the dirtiest things like, I'd like to suck your cock while he fucks me from behind and then he could just leave and we could fuck. Those things. We never mean them, or maybe we do. But it's something that spices up the room. You know, brings a little, uh, hopefully, <laughs> to the sex. But maybe it's never done. And maybe that's all you need to do to spice up your kink. Your sex life is throwing it out there during sex. Sometimes it's easier to throw a scenario with dirty talk out than have the doc talk sitting down at a table or, as I say, in the car as you're driving around and having that conversation. How would you approach something like this if you wanted to do something like this? If it piqued your interest, would you rather do it in, like at a table where it seems like 
the ammunition's brought, either good or bad? Or would you rather doing it sex in a sexual way and see how the response is? Hmm. It could be a double barrel shotgun. No, double barrel shotgun. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No matter what you do. So it doesn't matter how you do it. As long as you do it, if you need it, you never know what can come of it. Dear Nikki, it doesn't matter how I got there. Just what happened to me when I was with two curvy in all the right places. Nice tits, asses that jiggled perfectly when they walked. Older women named Sarah and Molly. My buddy and I had gone home from the bar with these two smoking hot milfs. Sarah was a blonde and Molly was the brunette. For an unbelievably and crazy reason, my boy had to leave Sarah's house suddenly because of an emergency situation. By the time I'd gone back upstairs to get Molly's number and head back down to support my boy, he was gone. I called him and he blamed me for his situation and hung up. I realized that it was miles from my house at like one or so in the morning. No money for a cab and still pretty buzzed. So I went upstairs and knocked on the door. Molly answered and smiled when she saw it was me. I explained the situation to them and asked if I could crash there on the couch. Would be out of there by morning. Sarah said I could come in and then said, but we don't have to let our night end on such a bad note. She picked up the whiskey and walked back to her room. Molly stood up and took my hand and led me into Sarah's bedroom and shut the door. Sarah started to undress, was topless, but not bottomless. Molly started to undress as well as I took off my shirt. She sat down next to me and we started kissing while Sarah sat down on the other side of me and started unbuttoning my pants. When she pulled out my bulging cock from my underwear, I helped her slide my pants off as well as my underwear. It was just going to get in the way anyhow, so gone. Here you go, Moll, Sarah said, stroking my hard shaft. Molly immediately stopped kissing me and knelt down, taking me into her mouth. Then Sarah started kissing me, her hand still on my cock, stroking me into Molly's mouth with perfect rhythm. I could tell the two of them had done this type of shit before, but I didn't fucking care. I knew where all this was leading, and I didn't care. After a few minutes, Sarah joined Molly, and I suddenly had both of these beautiful women sucking my cock. They took turns, shared it, and one would suck my balls while the other kept on sucking. It was incredible. I couldn't hold back any longer, and I let them know I was going to come. This just drove them more wild, and they sucked me faster and harder. Molly was on my tip while Sarah licked the shaft when I finally came. Molly got the most of the load in her mouth, keeping her lips wrapped around my tip as I continued to come. Whatever didn't make it into Molly's mouth, Sarah eagerly sucked up to taste me as well. We're not done with you yet, stud. Sarah said, started sucking on my cock until I was rock hard again. Go for it, Moll, Sarah said, and Molly climbed up on bed with me, laid on her back with her legs in the air and said, fuck me. I took my cock and rubbed it on her clit, teasing her a little bit before I gently slid into her pussy. Sharing my cock with her friend and swallowing my cum must have been really turned her on, because as soon as I entered her, her pussy was dripping wet. I slowly pushed my cock as deep as I possibly could inside of her, and she could feel all of me before I began my rhythm, going in and out of her, still gently going as deep as possible to make sure I could last longer and please both of them. 
Sarah switched between sucking Molly's tits and kissing her while I continued thrusting into her beautiful 40-something pussy, which after having two kids was as tight as if I was her first sexual partner. Molly started to moan as her pussy muscles began to tighten around my cock, and I could tell she was going to come soon. Sarah moved to play with Molly's clit while continuing to play with her tits. She moaned louder, and I started to go faster and still deep as I could without hurting her. Molly started to come like crazy and even started to shake. I kept my pace, her pussy muscles gripping me tighter and tighter until she was completely done. I had left my cock deep inside her while she came, and Sarah's rubbing of her clit seemed to both increase Molly's pleasure. I pulled out and Sarah moved to suck all of Molly's juices off my cock. Oh, Molly, you taste so good on this cock, she said, and then looked at me right in the eyes and said, now it's my turn, with a devilish grin on her face. Sarah got under the bed, ripped off her panties, and assumed the doggy-style position. As I made my way to get ready to mount her, she'd reached back with one hand and was playing with her clit, rubbing it and even fingering herself before I was even inside her. I put one hand on her beautiful ass, which after having one child was incredibly tight and firm. She understood it was time, and I slid right in with ease. I couldn't tell who was more wet when we started, but Sarah's pussy was as tight as Molly's. I couldn't believe these two women had kids because of how fucking tight they both were, and I honestly didn't care. I was in heaven like a porn star. Holy shit. Sarah said as I entered her, doing the same thing move I did with Molly, pushing my long, thick cock as deep as possible so she could feel all of me at once. I started thrusting in and out of her and gently at first, but slowly increasing my speed and kept going deep. She let out a series of pleasurable moans and started using fuck in a breath of different ways. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, holy. Oh, God, fuck, to name a few. Not going to lie, I was mentally saying the same things as well, because she felt amazing. Molly rolled over and positioned herself so that she had her crotch in Sarah's face, and Sarah started licking her pussy, turning her words into a muffled moans and groans as I continued thrusting in and out of her beautiful pussy. Her pussy muscles began to tighten around my cock as well, but I wasn't prepared for what happened next. Sarah began to squirt. I had never been with a squirter before but thanks to all the porn I'd seen, I knew exactly what to do. When a gush of cum came, I pulled out and began rubbing my tip of my cock on her clit, which drove her crazy. Then I'd slide back in until the next wave and repeated this until I realized I couldn't hold back for much longer and was going to come soon. She must have felt my cock begin to throb because as soon as I was about to pull out, she reached back and held me in so I had no choice but to come deep inside of her. As I pumped my load inside of Sarah, I looked at Molly. She must have sensed what was happening. She began to come as well, almost as if me coming inside of Sarah is exactly what made Molly come at the same time. It was just incredible, and when I was sure that I had finished coming, I slid out a little before thrusting back in, pushing my cum deep inside Sarah, just because I could. She seemed to like it a lot, because she let out a ugh when I did. After we were all done, Sarah rolled over and grabbed some small towels next to her bed. We all cleaned ourselves up and then laid back down on the bed together, tired, but not quite finished yet. 
The three of us lightly played with each other through the night, with me fucking both of them at least one more time before we all passed out from ecstatic pleasure. When I woke up expecting both of them in bed at me, I was alone and actually cuddling with Sarah, who started to wake up as well. She said that Molly had gone to the other room because she couldn't sleep. Sarah moved slightly. She felt I had a serious case of morning wood. Want me to help you take care of that? She asked. I nodded and said, fuck yeah, I do. Sarah started to suck my cock before she climbed on top of me and began to ride like crazy. I was amazed she still was very wet from a few hours ago, and after about ten minutes or so, we both came at the same time. Once again, she made sure that I could only come inside of her, and I didn't mind at all. When we were done, she got up and cleaned my cum out of her beautiful pussy and got dressed. She called a cab because she left her car at the bar and we left a few minutes later. Despite the awesome morning sex, I was still hard and very horny, so I got up and went to the spared room and lay down next to Molly. As soon as I was under the covers with her, I began to play with her amazing tits and pussy. She woke up moaning and reached back to stroke my cock while I played with her. I have an idea, she said. Let's take a shower together. That sounds awesome. And I joined her in Sarah's bathroom. The water ran down our bodies as we passionately kissed, and Molly lifted one leg as I slid in right with ease. I could tell that it wasn't the shower that had made her so wet, and just kept going until she stopped and bent over so I could fuck her doggy style in the shower. After a few minutes, I was about to come, but she pulled the same move Sarah did last night and held me in as I came inside her. We cleaned ourselves up and got out of the shower. She made some coffee and I got dressed and offered me a cup. We talked for a little while until I figured it was time for me to leave before Sarah got back. I kissed her and promised I'd call her soon. She laughed and said, don't expect what happened last night to happen every time we see each other. Next time, it'll just be the two of us. But I promise you, you'll feel as good as you did last night, baby. I smiled and said, okay, and left the apartment. I called her the next weekend and we met up at the same bar afterwards. She made good on her promise. We had a one-on-one fuck fest that lasted at least three to four hours straight. I ended up dating Molly for a few years after that first night we met, and that wasn't the last time we played with Sarah. Just the first. Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Sounds like uh, you have a very, very... I wonder how many of us have met our lover, partner, you know, whatever we're calling them, through a threesome, right? I mean, I didn't. That's not how I met my lover. But I wonder how many of us have taken the leap from, and I guess a lot of us have, um, from sex to relationship and still played with the same play partners, if that's what we did, or just keep the fuck fest going. Do you think that those of us that meet from a sexual standpoint first, either be sex or maybe sexting, or even if, say, you're a phone sex operator who ends up dating the person she talked to, and knowing everything backwards, as they say, you know, everything sexual desire they have, but yet you are learning all the other bits. So the other bits, like what kind of favorite ice cream, cookie, what do they like to cook, what do they like to do on the weekends? 
those things last. Like you're learning your you're learning each other backwards. You're learning that the sex is great and you know what they like and that meshes up and the other comes later. The political views and everything else and not saying it works, but it's a fun theory, I think. Because at least you know you're sexually compatible. You're just trying to see if the other stuff meshes up. Just like you're the other way, I would say a vanilla way, you meet and you see if you click and get along and then maybe you'll fuck. But at least if you fucked and had great sex, then okay, let's see if the other bits fit. Hmm, that's a thought. Maybe. Have a, some of us done it? No comment. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the night. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget Crazy Winter Nights. Tickets are still on sale that I'm aware of. I would love to see each and every one of you there. Have a drink with you. Share some stories. Ask me questions. I take the vow of I can say uh, I plead the fifth or no comment. Just let you know. (laughs) I actually don't talk about myself that often. And when I do, I sprinkle in bits here and there right? But I'd like to know about you. Definitely. And in closing, hello lover, why don't we go back to that place where you picked me up? Don't you remember? And what happened after? I sure as fuck do. Let's recreate that sometime. I really want to. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week.